Hi everyone, my name is Project Gill and I'm your host from the Aware Panel. The Aware Panel is a weekly podcast which talks about different societal issues ranging from racism, climate change, mental health, homeschooling, businesses and so much more. We believe that society needs to change and with more awareness to these topics, we continue to talk about it. If you want to be a guest on my show, please go to the website www.theawarepanel.com or even DM us on Instagram at theawarepanel. And yes, make sure you subscribe to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts to listen to the next 25 episodes of Season 2 and also listen to the 25 episodes on Season 1 as we already had so many amazing people coming on. Today we talked to Kathleen who has owned and operated her speaking and consulting business since 1944. She is also an award-winning speaker, author and marketing strategist. Kathleen works with mission-based, plant-based and vegan companies on business development including marketing and sales strategy. This was an amazing episode to hear about how veganism and plant-based eating can be a huge benefit for you and how many people should become vegan based on these evidence-based studies. So let's just get on with the episode guys. Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of the UR panel. Today I have Kathleen who's going to talk about plant-based eating and veganism. So do you want to introduce yourself in a bit more detail? You bet. Uh, I actually have uh, been in business for 26 years and uh, when I first started my business it had nothing to do with plant-based eating and it's interesting because I I actually went plant-based two and a half years ago for health reasons. I was getting inflammation and I'm in my 60s. I'm going to be 67. Yeah, 67 pretty soon. That's pretty amazing. Um, And it was at 64 that I did some research and realized that plant-based eating could get rid of inflammation. And the further I went into the whole lifestyle, the more I realized I wasn't just plant-based, I'm actually vegan. And what that simply means is uh, a diet void of any animal-based products, any uh, uh, cruelty-type foods. And I just found out today that cashews are actually a uh, very cruel-based type food because of the way that they're produced. And so for me, um, the further I go into a plant-based lifestyle, the more I have passion about it and the more I want to raise awareness about it. Definitely, definitely. Like veganism is like rising in today like people are going to know more about veganism and plant-based eating and how it can be healthy for you for sure like yeah I know a couple of people who are vegan and like the thing that they say is that like it definitely has some health benefits which many people may need and yeah like today like um, animal cruelty is one of the biggest problems in society and that's why I wanted to bring you along is the fact about um like animal cruelty and saving the environment is very essential to be honest absolutely absolutely and and it's interesting because there there's unhealthy vegan eating and there's healthy vegan eating and you can be a vegan and still be very very unhealthy and the combination of being a whole food plant-based eater and a vegan that's the healthiest combination because with veganism you can eat a lot of processed foods and right now there's a lot of startup companies that are doing uh processed foods that mimic uh, actual meat ba- or animal-based and dairy-based products, um, and they're not necessarily the healthiest. Some are and some aren't. And so it's really important for people to look at 
uh, labels and to look at how close to nature the foods are that they're eating. Yeah, like I know that some people have misconception about veganism that, oh, it's just all healthy, like it's just fruits and veg, like it's nothing to do with milk, like it's not fat, it's not anything. But there are certainly some types of foods that like they are vegan but can be unhealthy like you can have maybe chocolate that mimics like real milk or you could have like almond milk or soy milk or whatever that can be unhealthy and then also you can like as you said the meat that like mimics the whole meat like worn meat that can be unhealthy sometimes definitely Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, uh, so what I try to do is really look at how close to nature can I be in the way that I eat. For example, for breakfast today, I had diced potatoes, red potatoes, diced apples, diced pineapples with, uh, what's called forbidden rice. It's a black rice. And I actually, uh, sauteed those in a fry pan and then, um, ate it with a, a, vegan type uh, tortilla and very healthy, very satisfying. And a big misunderstanding that a lot of people have is that if you're plant-based, you only eat salads and nothing could be further from the truth because you've got beans, legumes, you've got nuts, you've got um, healthy fats, and you have to be careful how you, um, how you prepare your foods in Myself, I don't use any added oils, no olive oil, no co- coconut oil, uh, vegetable oil. I don't put any oils in my food um, because that in itself can be hidden calories. And if you eat a very strict and healthy plant-based vegan diet, whole food plant-based, you don't even have to count calories. Most people will uh, release unhealthy weight. I know one gentleman, he actually lost 270 pounds from going plant-based. And I know quite a few people who actually have reversed heart disease, they've reversed diabetes, um, they've they've had a complete change in their health by going mm-hmm, plant-based. Definitely, like many people have that misconception these days. I agree with you that like they can be unhealthy food, but taking the right steps to ensure you still have a healthy balance while living out like plant-based eating for sure. So my first question is like what what story did you have that led you obviously to go plant-based I know that you say it was for health reasons so what was it exactly that had to make you plant-based and why do you still advocate it to, to, to this day basically that's a great question, Prof. Thank you. Um, the The first reason I went plant-based was uh, because of inflammation. I was 64 years old at the time and I had severe inflammation in my wrist. And I'm a writer and I use the computer a lot like most people do. And it was really starting to restrict my ability to do my job. And so I did some research and I found that if I would eliminate dairy and animal-based products, and I had no intention of of considering myself a plant-based eater, a vegan eater, or anything like that. Um, But as I did my research, I thought, okay, I'll give it seven days and I'll see what happens. Within two days, the inflammation disappeared. And what's really ironic about the whole thing is I've worked within the pet industry for quite a while. I do animal rescue. Um, I call myself a very compassionate person towards animals, and yet I was eating animals. And one day I actually had a big aha of like, wow, that's so inconvenient congruent, that here I'm saying that I love the animals, I'm compassionate to the animals, yet I'm consuming animals. And that was another layer for me of uh, getting 
deeper into the whole plant-based vegan lifestyle. So initially, I, and I hear this from a lot of people, uh, I came for health and I stayed for the animals. And since that time, I've dropped about 30 pounds. I have more energy. I have more focus. Uh, I feel better about my relationship with animals as a result of it. And it really is moving into a deeper and deeper level that really, uh, for me, borders on a spiritual way of yeah, 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 definitely. Like, like even before you came in for health reasons, um, it definitely did bring you more like compassion into like saving animals and the environment as a whole like I know that meat takes up a lot of energy and can come to contribute towards global warming and so if uh, it says that if any, everyone start, starts being vegan then global warming, warming wouldn't even happen which is crazy to think like you know it is and and what's really interesting we have Super Bowl Sunday coming up in the United States uh, in a couple of weeks and I just heard a, a statistic about how many chicken wings people will be consuming 1.9 billion with a B billion chicken wings on that one day. And it just, it pained me when I heard that number, because I think of all the chickens that are going to suffer just because people like the taste of chicken. And the fact is, is that now with so many choices, you can actually get the same taste, the same texture, and the same satisfaction that you get from traditional meat uh, with plant-based choices. So when I heard that, it was like, you know, if, if people realized the amount of suffering that they're actually consuming, because energetically what you put in your body, you take it on. So you're taking on the suffering, the anger, the fear, the uh, shock that animals go through as they go through factory farming and then the eventual slaughter. Mm -hmm. That's shocking to say, because like even big events promote like eating meat and being non-veg, like as you said, with the soup bowl thing, like 1.9 billion people, like chicken wings are being wasted just like that. Like, yeah, I can imagine for like a lot of chickens that being slaughtered just because of people's satisfaction. And yeah, it just, it just crazes me a lot. Like how people don't know much about this. Like, like even for like veganism is rising, like here in the UK, there is still an issue of not many people not having knowledge of it like they're simply going just because of health but they're not doing their research properly into veganism and some people assume that like we're vegans they are not they're not eating well like they're not getting like the protein but there are there are proteins that are in like vegan foods for sure like i don't get why people say oh like there's no protein in vegan food. How are you going to get your protein? Right, right. Well, and it's interesting because we actually get, in some cases, you'll get more protein if you have a plant-based diet than you do with a traditional, uh, what we call the SAD diet, the standard American diet, which is the uh, the meat and the dairy and, and the foods that really uh, deplete your system. And one of the reasons people are so focused on protein is food manufacturers have invested billions of dollars to convince us that we need something that we don't. Um, there's something called the bliss factor and the bliss point that food manufacturers actually do testing and they will 
uh, put chemicals in foods that get your your taste buds to release what's like endorphins. And it's so close to the same release that we get when we snort cocaine, for example. And so food in many ways is a drug. And you look at chocolate, you look at sugar, you look at uh, certain fats. Um, those are designed in a way that people get addicted. And so it's not surprising that a lot of people don't understand the whole vegan movement and they think that it's just a bunch of radical people that stand in front of factory farms with picket signs. And there is that aspect to it. And I think that has a place. And as I was talking with one doctor, he said, we all have our role in activism. For some, it's being a doctor. For others, it's being a podcaster. For another, it might be a writer. For others, it's standing in front of factory farms. But it's about raising awareness, giving people the information and and then letting them make the choice. But I would say now with the internet, um, it, it people would be pretty hard pressed not to be able to get the, the information and then make the choice based on the information they've been given. But unfortunately, a lot of people choose to ignore the information because it's not always convenient when you first switch to being a vegan or a plant-based eater. Um, there are certain foods that you have to give up. And I, I was talking with somebody recently that is going to be doing intermittent fasting, which means for a certain period of time during the day, she doesn't eat anything. I think she's going to cut her, her meals off at six. And she said, when I woke up in the morning, I was so hungry. And I said, yeah, but that's only temporary. The discomfort when you make a change like that is temporary. The long-term benefit are just that they're long term yeah, yeah yeah like I implement the intimate fasting as well like that is a really good strategy like when I first started I did complain about being hungry but then over time I stopped snacking so snacking was one thing that I ended up not needing because I had a bit more energy like I don't snack as much anymore and yeah so that's really like good to say because like many people don't see the information that is there like even if you provide so many resources for people like I own a health and wellness brand um revolving around fitness and nutrition for disabled people and when I like provide like resources I did an article about intimate fasting and and loads of people did find valuable information but I don't know anyone else who's taken in that resource like it's just something out there that many people don't see these days to be honest right right well and it, it's interesting because we oftentimes use food to stuff emotions you know when you really get to the core of why people eat when they eat what their reasons for eating are oftentimes it's not because they're hungry but it's to fill a void that they have and especially right now with the pandemic and people being in lockdown uh you know a lot of people are jokingly saying oh i'm gaining the covid 19 which is the 19 excess pounds from uh, being stuck at home. And the reality is, is this is life right now. Today is the day that, you know, you, you make choices on the quality of life that you want. And so we can use things as an excuse to do whatever it is we do that we know is unhealthy, or we can use that as a reason to say, you know, I want to take more control of my health. And I know for me, I don't want to be a statistic of somebody who has comorbidity and underlying causes um, as a result of the way I eat. And a few years ago, I was about 60 pounds heavier than I am now. And my doctor said, you need to get your weight under control because you're, you're 
going to have a stroke. You're going to have a heart attack. Your, your blood pressure is through the roof. And she was going to put me on medicine. And I said, let me, let me do some research and let me lose some weight. And of course I did what a lot of people do is I went on a crash diet, lost the weight, but then I gained it back. Um, for the first time ever in my life, I don't count calories. I don't worry about what I'm eating because it, I have a certain protocol and I've gotten to a weight that's a very healthy weight. And I don't get on the scale every day and say, oh, what's my weight today? Because I think in many ways, the scale has been really an enemy to us because we look at it, we gain a pound and we say, oh my gosh, I'm getting fat. So I better go on a crash diet. When in reality, everything in life has a balance point. And when we find that balance point in our eating, through healthy eating, we a lot of the problems that we currently have tend to disappear. But right now, especially with COVID going on, I think now more than ever, people really need to look at where their food is being sourced from. Uh, is it factory farmed food? Because most viruses like COVID-19 are a direct result of animal products. Yeah, definitely. Like nowadays is like COVID-19 is really taking over everything and especially like veganism too. It's taking over like maybe like capacity of food is may not be available. And for some people who want to go to veganism, they may have to consider like the impacts that COVID-19 would have on food supply because a lot of foods when the lockdown basically started was like the shelves were empty. Like how... Were you meant to start a new diet if you were, if this pandemic was happening, for example? And I think, like, with the whole situation, it definitely has made people more binge snack a lot and binge eat, which is not really healthy. And sometimes even breaking routine. Like, I know some people who broken their, like, diets because of COVID-19 because they think, oh, no one's going to see me, no one's going to see this, like, this perfect body that they're having. So they decide to, like, binge eat and not follow it and break it because of the lockdown situation. But, yeah, like, I, I can imagine how it must feel like how COVID-19 has affected so many vegans today, definitely. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, one of the things I love since going plant-based and I have been into health and fitness for many, many years. And this is the first time that I can really say that I'm living an extremely, extremely healthy life. I don't drink any alcohol. I haven't had alcohol in 37 years because I used to have a real problem with it. And so I gave that up many, many years ago. So my life really revolves around the healthy choices that I make. And what I love about it is that Later today, I'm going to go out on a two or a three mile run, you know, like about a 5k. And that's just part of my life as usual. And, you know, coming up on 67 years old, uh, this is not what I believed I would be like when I was 67, because I looked at my parents' generation as the model of what to expect. And quite seriously, after the age of 60, a lot of people, their life started going downhill. And to me, I feel like those of us who are choosing a healthy path, our life is going on an up, an upswing, if you will. Yeah, 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 definitely. Like nowadays, people are looking much younger if they like implement like a healthy balanced diet. Like, like for you, like you're 67 and you never looked much healthier. You never looked more like energetic and younger and I, I bet people say to you that you look so young for your age or something like that <laughs> well you know what's what's really fun is when somebody goes 
you're my grandmother's age. And it's like, well, you just made me feel old, but thank you. And they go, you don't look like my grandmother. It's like, well, thank you. And, and seriously, it's like, I don't do it for vanity reasons, but I have to tell you, it feels really good when somebody goes, there is no way that you could be that age. I actually had somebody ask to see my driver's license because they didn't believe me. And honestly, that, that is just such an incredible feeling because about 10 years ago, I was my mother's caretaker when she was very ill before she passed on. And during that time, I gained a lot of weight. I was eating a lot of sugar, a lot of candy bars, and I packed on the weight. And I looked probably 10 years older than I am right now. Um, I had no energy. I had to drag myself out of bed. I was constantly by her hospital bedside. And I really wish that I would have known about plant-based eating back then, like I do now, because I think it would have been a whole different experience for me. And I wouldn't have been as exhausted because the thing that a lot of people don't realize is when you eat unhealthy foods, that impacts your moods. And right now with everything going on in the world, whether it be COVID, whether it be the economy, whether it be politics, because in, in most countries right now, we're dealing with political issues. And I know in the US, we're dealing with some pretty intense political issues. And when you eat healthy, your brain functions better and you can make better decisions. And one of the decisions that I, I make is to minimize the amount of news that I put in my brain, because whatever we put into our brain, into our body, it, it starts festering either in a good way or a bad way. Definitely. I, I completely get with you because like for example like news wise if people say like scientific based things that maybe veganism may not be good and not mean it may not be either good to you or to other people who may say oh like veganism is good for you and even like activism activism these days like a lot of people fighting for like like maybe like veganism and stuff like that and it can be very toxic sometimes so it's good that you're living a healthy life but I'm going to close this off now so my last question for you is what advice would you give to someone who wants to start plant-based eating Oh, that is such a great question, Prop. Thank you. Um, I would say the first thing I would advise is get the book Eat to Live by Dr. Joel Furman. That would be the very first step and read that book and really take to heart what he's saying, because that will give you such a great foundation of information to make better choices. But the thing to look at also is what your reasons for doing it are. Um, if it's only to lose weight, you're probably not going to stick with it. So look at your big why and then and based on that, take the actions that you need to take. But definitely get the book Eat to Live by Dr. Joel Furman. Perfect, perfect. And yes, yeah, so thank you so much for coming on. Do you want to promote anything else maybe? Well, I would love for people to visit my website, plantbasedeatingforhealth.com. That's plantbasedeatingforhealth.com. On there, I've got a lot of blog posts. I've got a podcast show and a lot of really great information that will help people move in the, the direction of going plant-based. So thank you for asking. So Yeah, so check that out, guys. And yeah, so thank you so much, Kathleen, for coming on. And for anyone out here, just listen to all her work because it's amazing. And yeah, so thank you everyone for listening to this episode. Make sure you subscribe to the Aware panel on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. 
and also follow our social medias at the aware panel and if you even want to become a guest visit our website www.theawarepanel.com thank you all for listening and see you guys later bye thank you everyone for watching today's episode i'm really glad that you loved the episode and i hope that the episode brought more awareness to you and you learned something new so hope that's still in place thank you once again for listening if you haven't already please put a review upon our apple podcast and show some support as well by sharing it on your social media platforms and we have next week episode to come through so make sure you listen every thursday at 3 p.m on software such as apple podcasts and spotify and other things like that so we're gonna see you in another episode guys